0: You're listening to Culture Rich. Culture Culture. 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 Rich.
1: Welcome. I'm Christina Michelle, inviting you to join me for Culture Rich Conversations, an ongoing feature of Juno Afternoon. Today we're back for the second half of our fourth season and wishing you a very happy first day of Black History Month. On today's show, my guests Lance Mitchell and Jasmine Smith will catch up on how we're continuing Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy in Alaska, and they'll share about the special events coming up right here in Juneau in honor of Black History Month. From KTOO in Juneau, this is Culture Rich Conversations.
0: Culture Rich
2: Culture-Rich Conversations is underwritten by Mark Stofa and Sarah Hannon, celebrating Juno's diversity of culture, language, and heritage.
3: Culture-Rich Conversations is made possible by a grant from the Social Justice Fund Grant Program of the Alaska Community Foundation.
1: The Black Awareness Association would like to take a moment to recognize that Culture-Rich Conversations is broadcast from Flinkit-Ani. <laughs> We acknowledge those families who made use of this land and waterways for thousands of years and still cherish it as an important part of their way of life for today and future generations. Gunal thank you.
0: You're listening to Culture Reach.
1: Welcome to Culture Rich Conversations. I'm Christina Michelle, and we are so excited to be back here on the air with you after a long winter break. And we are very excited that today is the first day of Black History Month, and uh, we're looking forward to all the information that we are going to share today. Just recapping the Martin Luther King Day celebration here in Juneau and what we're doing to continue Dr. King's legacy here in Alaska, and then getting into what's happening right here in Juneau for Black History Month. So before we get into all of that, let me introduce our guest. We'll start with Lance Mitchell. Lance, can you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and the work that you do here in Juneau?
4: Okay, wow. Wow. Well, are um, you going to put me on a spot like that? Well, I, I have a bunch of hats that I wear. Um, um, sometimes I promote music. Um, sometimes I make music. Um, but my bread and butter is I'm, I take care of disabled individuals with Tides LLC. And it's a very fulfilling job that I really love. and love. I enjoy doing it.
1: Thank you so <laughs> much, Lance. And Lance, how long have you been here in Juneau? I know a lot of our listeners probably have already either met you or been uh involved or familiar with some of the events that you do in town. But just tell us a little bit about your your history and your time here in Juno.
4: Well yeah yeah I was I came in 2004 um and just start um hanging out. Um I started with a crew of people and we started to uh d- we started record music. They were a rap group called North Northcut which was a uh, a uh, native um, rap group. And then from there, I started um, doing music and started doing shows. I've done a few shows with a couple of people that have been heard of. I was I helped bring Bone Thugs and Harmony here. Um, one of the shows that um, I think Jasmine might have been involved in was the Waka Flocka show that came here. And then, of course, Killer Priest, and then Afro Man, and then the Supremes. So those were shows that that I that I helped bring here as well as do music with um, various artists in town, and do comedy shows and all kind of other shows, you know. <laughs> and I did a, a little bit of acting um, at perseverance and did some commercials and yeah, it's been it's been a fun time. I really enjoy it. Um, the creative aspects of uh, creating things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, it's 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 hard. I usually uh, get an idea in my head, and I usually press forward until it's done.
1: Well, we are so yeah. very thankful that you do, Lance. All of the things that you contribute to our community here in Juno, um, they're they're amazing. And we are grateful to have you and super grateful to have you on the show today. And just kind of in line with um you being a creator, you're going to share hopefully with Jasmine about what's coming up here in Juno. It's going to be the first BIPOC. Business Owners Expo that you're working with Jasmine to to host in February. Is that correct?
4: That is definitely correct. It is some people that are coming
1: down. It's going to be
4: uh, people from um, the SBA that are going to come and help people, you know, that might want to have their own business started and we'll be able to talk to them. Um, It will be who else? way Bryson is going to be speaker. One of the speakers, um, the, I think Glenn Mitchell from the, um, unemployment office might even come and pay a visit. Um, I know Jasmine has a slew of people that she has listed to come and speak for it. Um, we've got uh, the last count I had was 21 people have already signed up. And, um, I'm really excited. Um, I'm a part of the Geno Human Rights Commission. I've been on that commission for almost a year. I got two more years go, to go. And so they will also be a part of that. The Geno Human Rights Commission will be um, a part of it and they they're kind of sponsoring it as well.
1: That is so wonderful. I can't wait to hear even more about that. We'll get uh, deeper into that in the next segment, and we'll get to hear from Jasmine about that as well. Um, let's talk a little bit about Martin Luther King Day. And we really wanted to have a whole episode on that topic, and because of the winter storm, we just weren't able to make it happen. But we definitely wanted to take some time and still honor Dr. Martin Luther King and the celebration that we had here in Juneau a couple weeks ago. So it was the first celebration that we've had in person since COVID. And it was really a very special service. And I just wanted to acknowledge the speakers who came out. So we had Dr. Rosita Worrell, Senator LV Jackson Gray, Mr. McHugh Pierre, Representative Sarah Hannon, Ms. Jacqueline Cousine Patta, Ms. Michelle Hale. Mr. Ramond Henderson, myself, and our producer, Natasha Boozer. And then we had special music selections by Sherry Patterson and Al Wilson. And our pianist was Bob Ryerson. And we would have loved to spend more time uh, to talk about what some of the guests shared on at the service but because we do want to get to the information about what's coming up for Black History Month we're just going to play a little bit of the clips from the music instead of um instead of what was what instead of from the speakers excuse me so we're going to hear first from Sherry Patterson hey. I just love that beautiful piano accompaniment from pianist Bob Ryerson. And uh, it was such a beautiful song and beautiful to be there and to see the people from the community join in with Miss Sherry Patterson on Amazing Grace. And we have another beautiful music selection. Also, we'll pay a, a play a clip from Al Wilson.
2: Oh, and just like a river robin running, ever since. It's been a long, long time coming, but I know change.
1: and that was uh, our special guest Al Wilson who sang Change Gone Come and he did it a cappella very beautiful selection and you'll be able to hear a little bit more during our breaks we'll play more of those musical selections we also wanted to say a special thank you to Kelly Patterson who was the MC of the service and a very very special thanks to St. Paul's for the use of their facilities we also want to thank those in the community who donated canned food items for the day of service food drive for Southeast Alaska Food Bank. So if you're just tuning in, I am Christina Michelle and I'm here with Lance Mitchell and we are discussing Martin Luther King Jr. Day and we'll also be talking about all of the events coming up uh, here in Juneau for uh, Black History Month. Uh, so, Lance, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here about Dr. King and the impact that Dr. King has had on your life. Uh, and I'm just wondering, when you look inward and you reflect on the influence that Dr. King has had, uh, I know that you do some work with the youth here in Juno, and I'm wondering um, what do you think that the youth in our community could better understand about Dr. Martin Luther King's message?
4: Well, the message that Dr. Um, King had was at a time where racism was rampant. It was rampant. Um, it was cool to be unkind to people of different races and mm. stuff like that, and it mm. was considered the norm. It was, um, even though it was not right multiple amounts of people thought that it was right. And so they continued to do it because that's what they chose to do. And Dr. King stood up not with not violence. He didn't match violence with violence. He matched with love. And that was his message. Nonviolence was what Dr. Luther King preached and nonviolence is um, how he came to the table and Included us and helped us to get all these rights that we, you know, some people take them for granted now, but we didn't have them in the 1960s when he was coming. And so he paved the way for us to have the right to sit with other people. He paved the way for us to have the right not to be segregated in eating establishments or um, schools or wherever. He paved the way for us to not be just, um, I guess the word I was looking for, just to be harassed by people that just hated you because of the the color of your skin. He may put into play laws where that stuff um, doesn't, well, I can't say that it still doesn't happen, but it doesn't happen as much. And um, that's what Dr. King did for us, you know. Dr. King, he's a man. Dr. King was a goat.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And he has a quote that says, Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter. What does that quote mean to you?
4: Um I have to think about that. <laughs> uh I didn't expect you to do me like that, Christina.
2: <laughs> is
1: it a little deep? I do understand. It's it's it's, it's a little bit deep now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I absolutely we, yeah. We, I we, agree. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: We oh no we we say
1: silent. Say it again for me. Oh, okay. So the quote is. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter.
4: Um, what it means to me is, like, if you just keep taking people's poopy, <laughs> <laughs> then your um, life um, stops ending. When you just accept the negativity that people are giving you. Um. What's the point of living? If you let people stop you from what you're doing by their own personal thoughts or energies or whatever, you stop living. Go get what you want. Go have what you want. Let nobody stand in your way. And if they do, step over them or run them down.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks, Lance. I didn't mean to pitch you on the spot, but um, that's a great answer. I can handle it. (laughs) (laughs) well i am christina michelle i'm here with lance mitchell and when we come back hopefully we will also hear from uh, jasmine smith who's going to be sharing uh, with lance about the upcoming events events here in juneau for black history month we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back
2: just like a river running It's been a long, long time coming, but I know change gonna come. Time coming, but I know a change gonna come.
1: Welcome back to Culture Rich Conversations, I'm Christina Michelle. I can't believe it's already February and the first day of Black History Month, and there are a lot of events honoring Black History Month coming up right here in Juneau, as I mentioned earlier. So today I am here with Lance Mitchell, and we are going to talk about the Juno BIPOC Business Expo that's coming up in February, and we're having a little bit of technical difficulty getting Jasmine Smith on, who is um, also coordinating this event and very instrumental in bringing it in. To Juno, so we hope that she'll be able to join us in a little bit. But for now, Lance, let's talk about it. So can you? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, yes, this is what I came for.
4: (laughs) All right, look, we're gonna talk about it. Um, well, I mean, um, pretty much, man, Jasmine, um, and I, um, combined. And decided to do um, this um, uh, Black History Month, but including um, all the businesses of GNO.
1: Okay, so wait, I'm going to back up just a little bit and just to give our listeners a little bit of context around the Expo. So as I understand it, this is something that has been happening in Anchorage and in Fairbanks for several years. Um, And Jasmine Smith has been really instrumental in, uh, in organizing those events where black business owners in those cities come together and they have an expo. So they get to bring, uh, have tables or booths and they get to share what their business does. Uh, I think that they sell items there or uh, sell services. Is that right?
4: Um, yes, yes. They, mm-hmm. um, they have, um, done, um, a, few of these in fact they're doing one this weekend in anchorage i wish i could go but um <laughs> they are having actually somebody from um tyler perry's um company is going to come down there and lecture uh, you know film he's one of the um tyler perry's persons you know that oh, that's works with be him so but there's awesome. a whole lot of other stuff going on too it's a lot of other stuff that's going on, also, you know. So she, Jasmine, um, is has is business based. Um, she started um, a company called Baby Ven, which is is trending around the United States and various airports and things, uh, so people can get their baby supplies. You know, <laughs> um, she helps so many people to get started in businesses and she's just so Jasmine is a really wonderful person and really helpful and kind and just someone that uplifts people. You know, you got people around you most of the time and most of the stuff that they have to say is negative or, you know, their disposition is negative. Um, whereas they tell you, you can't do something. they They never give you a reason. They just say you can't do it you're you're not smart enough you're not intelligent enough whatever. Jasmine is not that kind of person. Jasmine is the kind of person that will um you know assess your assess what your strengths are and then help you by giving you the information that you need to push forward. But she does doesn't do that with one person or two people. She does that with all the people that come Seeking her her help and her influence, so she's done so many things. I, I mean, I can't even. Um, Sit here and name all of that stuff, you know. Yeah, she does. Christina, she's your friend too. You know her too. Don't put me out like
1: that. (laughs) Well, she does have quite a quite a resume. Um, And I first met Jasmine last year, uh, actually at the Black Business Owners Expo in Anchorage. It was a really great event, and David Banner was the guest uh, the the guest speaker there. And uh, for those who are not familiar, David Banner is a rapper and he, I think he has retired from the rap game, but he is uh, very heavily involved in entrepreneurship and business ownership. So it was great to hear from him and some of his philosophies on business ownership and being a black business owner. And it was uh, awesome to see a lot of the black business owners, not only in Anchorage, but beyond. So people came in from uh, all over Alaska and myself included representing Southeast. I think I was the only one there. They kept calling me Juno instead of Christina, but that's okay. It was a great experience.
2: So I got a new
1: name. It was like, hey, Juno. I was like, what? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) but um, I was really, really excited to hear that Jasmine is expanding her mission to highlight and to promote black business owners and now bringing that um, conference here to Southeast Alaska and we get to help and to support. So that's where you come in, Lance, as her partner to put this on. Um, so can you share just from your perspective, um, why you think that it's so important to put an event like this together and especially here in our city, because we don't have a lot of black business owners here. And so we're opening or I'm sorry, I'm I'm just putting myself in you guys' thing. I'm like, we're opening it up, but um, you guys are opening it up to all business owners of color, so Black, Indigenous people of color who are owning businesses. Um, why is it important for you to bring something like this to Juno? Well,
4: for one, it gives the businesses a forum where they can communicate with the uh, consumers. And the consumers can come and check out the different businesses and find out what's really going on um, as far as what businesses they do and. Um, what they have to offer, you know, they will be sharing that information. Um, so like some people might, you know, like, um, I don't, am not sure. I'll just take Freya as an example. Um, don't, you know, are looking for um, romantic um, stuff for, 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 the, for couples and uh, might not know where to go. But if they're at the business expo and Freya is there, then they'll, they'll have that example. Okay, this business does this. This business does this. I need a cake. I don't know who to order from. Okay, this business does this. I need something catered. Okay, this business does this. And so that is what it's for. And as well for people that are looking for information on how to start their business. The NWCp will be there. Um, their economical team, economic team will be there. I think they might be speaking or they have a table or something. in NAACP um officers will also be there. So we can get that kind of information that we need. So we can get SBA so we can learn what we need to do to put in for loans, you know, because there's so many people that want to do things, but they don't have the money. And SBA is there for them, you know. It'll help get them started. You know, people need to know that information, you know. Some people have a dream and they want to push that dream and go forward. Well, the information at the uh, expo, um, like Way Bryson, he is like an awesome dude. I mean, if you take his story, he started washing dishes at Subway. And now the man has multiple properties, multiple businesses on the assembly. So he's changed his life and people need those kind of stories in their life or else they don't have anything to inspire them to move forward. I think. And so that will help. That'll help people. Some people just don't want to um work for someone for the rest of their life, you know?
1: Absolutely. And they
4: can see they can see examples. Like I think you have a business that you started and you guys um, do events and stuff like that. Maybe the general populace of Juno doesn't know that you do that. Boom. You're going to you're gonna let them know. You're going to let them know what you do. You're going to let them know that you can DJ. You're going to let them know you can put these wonderful events together. Because they might not know. And well, that is what the business expo is for.
1: Well, I love what you said about... Things. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate you mentioning the people who want to be in business and don't know exactly where to start because in promoting this, I've had a couple people come to me who aren't in business, but they want to be, and they're really looking forward to it. And then one person said that she was gonna be a vendor And just, um, you know, start right there, you know, get her business license before the event and uh, start with what she has. And that's really exciting because I don't know that she would have had the courage to do it or felt like she had the support if you guys weren't doing an event like this here in Juneau. So I am really very excited to see how what impact it has on um, not only the current businesses, but what new businesses come from this. Mhm. And it looks like it's we probably going to be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that you're right and it looks like we have Jasmine uh, on the line with us. Uh, Jasmine, can you hear me?
0: I can. You guys sound great. Hi <laughs> Jasmine. We have contact. <laughs>
1: We made it <laughs> absolutely welcome and uh, can you just share a little bit about yourself we've already talked you up like crazy but i'm sure our listeners would love to hear Aww. from you the actual person um, so uh, if you would just share a little bit about what you do there in anchorage and then we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll hear more about um, the event that you're bringing here to juno partnering with lance on so tell us about yourself
0: Yes. Yeah, so my name is Jasmine, and I'm a lifelong Alaskan. I've been here since I was four, raised in Eagle River, Alaska. But I went to college at Sheldon Jackson College in Sitka, and I spent many a weekend on the ferry going up to Juneau. So I love Southeast. I am a self-proclaimed serial entrepreneur. I love all things entrepreneurship and owning a business. I own a business consulting company, and I own a vending machine company. And I founded a co-working space in Anchorage designed to help people start and grow their businesses. And so I'm really uh, excited to be able to be part of this event and be able to help and support and just kind of amplify um, local businesses in in Southeast and in Juneau and just kind of come alongside as a partner to the North and say, we want to see you guys grow and win too. And so I'm excited to be partnering with with the, the community to make this happen.
1: Yay. I was telling Lance that Yay. I was there last year at the one in, um, in Anchorage and was really excited to meet David Banner and to meet a lot of the business owners there. And it really was just a confidence boost for, for myself and, um, and then to make those connections with other black business owners in Alaska, it was really amazing. And we're just so excited that it's expanding to Juneau. So thank you. You're
4: lucky. Yeah. yeah. Lucky. yeah. Thank you, Jasmine.
1: So, the voices that you're hearing now are mine, Christina Michelle, and uh, Jasmine Smith, and Lance Mitchell. We're here talking about the Black uh, History Month celebrations that are coming up here in Juneau. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Culture Rich Conversations. I'm your host, Christina Michelle, and today I'm joined by Jasmine Smith and Lance Mitchell. And we're talking about Black History Month and the uh, Black Indigenous People of Color Expo that's coming up right here in Juneau later on this month. So getting back into this conversation Jasmine, can you share with us what your vision is for this event? Kind of describe what you, what our listeners, if you know they're there, what they can expect to see.
0: Yeah. So I think the first thing I think it's important to always acknowledge is every community is different, even within Alaska. And so when me and Lance were talking about how to expand this event and bring it to Juneau, the first thing that we recognized was it doesn't have to look exactly how Anchorage looks because that works for Anchorage, just like when Fairbanks did theirs, there works for them. And so our first thing was just trying to have a better pulse of the community and making sure there was um, authentic relationships and partners putting it on. And then from there, our number one goal was just making sure that people who either currently own a business or have said, I think I want to own a business, understands that not only... They can come to this place and see vendors and businesses, but they can also see resource providers and their speakers. And the beautiful thing is there's not a definition of how they are supposed to like look or come. It's a come as you are um, community homegrown place. And sometimes in business, you know, we're really used to like wearing the tie and kind of emulating corporate, but you know, that's not our goal for this event. This event is to just enjoy community and encourage people who either already have businesses to be supported more, or to encourage people who are like, "I want to dive into that world, but I don't know how to get there." And they can come in more of like a welcoming, "come as you are" family environment.
1: So it is open to families to all ages to attend.
0: Yes, yeah, and so there'll be a couple of activities for the kids, and we always like to <clears throat> include at least one speaker or topic that is around entrepreneurship for young people because, you know, sometimes they have good ideas too. So it's all, it's all ages.
1: Okay. Are you at Liberty to share some of the vendors that we're going to see there?
0: Yeah. So, um, I don't remember all the top of my head, but we have, um, one company is called Akasha Healing Space. Um, I know that you're going to be a vendor as well. Um, we also have the SBA, they're going to come in and they want to do some on-site consulting, uh, training, and workshops and classes.
1: And um, what is the SBA stand have,
0: for? Oh, yes, sorry. Business Administration. Uh, all, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, man. yeah. So they they are, they're going to come in and they're going to have a couple of tables as well and talk about how to help the people start grow their business and access capital. Um, We also have uh, the NAACP coming down. We have um, a local jewelry maker, um, a boutique that's going to have a vendor spot. Um, There's one youth business who wants to sell concession snacks and kind of fundraise for their school. Um, And then we have um, a CDL school. So it's a a really good mixture. It's everything from like youth to adults. Um, groups that support businesses, like the Department of Labor. And so it's a really good mashup of like the entrepreneurs, the service providers, and then other in the community who just want to support.
1: Okay. So is it going to be oh, yeah. like a fair or is are there speakers at a certain time? Um, do we just come and go? how How does the day look?
0: Yeah, so it's a, it's a very open come and go day. So the main area is going to be vendors and people can visit the different vendors as they see fit. And then also every 30 minutes to every hour, there'll be a different speaker topic. So it could be how to start your business. It could be accessing capital. It could be entrepreneurs telling their stories on starting businesses, like what works for them or their struggles. So it's mainly the vendor fair with like the networking and the resources and the sales. Within every 30 minutes to the hour, there's different speaker topics
1: as well. Awesome. Okay, so we'll share about how you can get um, information on the exact time and the location and all of that a little bit later. Um, But now I want to talk more about just the process of putting something like this together Um, and Jasmine, you can share first and Lance, if you want to add to it, Um, can you just share what are some of the most challenging aspects of coordinating an an event like this?
0: Well, I can say on behalf of Lance, who I give all the love and praise to, (laughs) I would say collaborating is part of the (laughs) team because Lance is like, Jasmine, Jasmine, I need this or I need you to answer. We got to get these things done. And sometimes I'm hard to read. So I would think just the teamwork piece of it is a big part of it. And then I would just say finding the vendors and like encouraging them that they can do it. I found some people were like, I don't know if I'm ready or, you know, I'm intimidated and like just trying to like encourage them. Like this is a different kind of event come as you are and it'll work out. That's, that's for me, the biggest one.
1: I love the come as you are aspect. And like you said earlier in business, you're so used to having to you know present yourself and your business, your brand in a certain way and, you know, be buttoned up and all the things that you think that you have to do. But this event is really just about coming, um, you know, starting where you are, continuing where you are and just being there um, and just true authenticity. And I think that's really beautiful. Um, Lance, did you want to add anything uh, to the challenging aspect of coordinating this event?
4: Um, it's just it's 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 like anything that you do in life. Um, there's no easy way to it. It's just to get in and start grinding, um, and it's not necessarily it's easy um, because things that are easy um, are gonna give you any fruit. You're going to have to um, have it grown with your blood and your hard work. And that's what these businesses have done. And um, as well as knowledge is king. I mean, you can never have too much knowledge. Knowledge will help you to progress in your own life. And these people are giving them knowledge of how to start businesses or sharing how they got their start. And businesses, everybody that started a business isn't rich. Um, they had to go through a certain process. And like these people will able, be able to share the process that they went through for people that want to push forward and, you know, um, evolve their life, you know. And I think that's what this represents is a um, opportunity to learn. From people. You know, you can't just start doing stuff. You, you have to learn, and these people are going to teach us, you know, from the bottom down, you know. Well, that's, that, that's my viewpoint. Oh, one last thing I didn't get to say. Um, Killer Priest will also be um, giving a um, teaching people how to go forward in the music group, people that don't know who he is. He is an affiliate of um, the Wu-Tang Clan and is also a major um, player in his own right, you know, as far as the rap game is concerned. You know, he so he'll be able to break it down and share with these people, you know, that want to get into music, you know, how to, you know. So that would be really, really, really awesome to to, to check out that.
1: Oh, thank you for adding that, Lance. That is really awesome. I love the connections that you guys have uh, to these really influential people in not only only the music industry, but in um, the Black community as far as uh, business ownership. That's awesome. Uh, So this kind of leads me to my next question. What have you enjoyed most or what's been uh, the most exciting, best thing about the process of putting this event together?
4: to talk to Jasmine, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can imagine. Honestly, for
0: me, it's been learning about the businesses of color in Juno. I know. I feel like sometimes in Alaska, like I know, we know we're here and we know it's diverse, but it's like sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And even I, you know, I do like the directory of black like business directory and other things. And there were Juno, these people that I was like, oh. I ain't never heard of you. Like, that's cool. Or like just hearing them get excited like, oh, I didn't even know if there was a pathway for this. So for me, that's really cool. I'm like, oh, I did not know this business existed or this service, or I did not know this person was of color. So that for me has been really exciting.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Lance. Yeah. did you want to add to that?
4: Um, I just wanted to say, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why did you guys choose to do it in February, as opposed um, because to? Because it's other Black month? History Month. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I just my know, baby
0: know,
4: that's and, for real. Um, yeah, Black History Month. It's like I don't know.
0: It's Black History Month. I guess that's yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's like just three months and mm-hmm. it's
4: like a good time. It's an excuse to do something. You know, we, we don't, you know, we don't really need an excuse to do stuff. We like to do stuff, right?
1: <laughs> I love that. And Jasmine, were you, are you going to be um, part of the expo that's in Fairbanks? Is that coming up this weekend? Lance mentioned mentioned something like that earlier.
4: Um, I think that is in Anchorage.
1: Oh, in Anchorage. Okay. Oh, could, uh, yeah.
0: So the expo. Yeah, so I'm definitely part of that one. That one's our my, my, my baby event. But, yes, I will be coordinating that one um, here in town. And then in a show of love, too, I'll be telling our people here, I'm like, you guys, if you can, you know, get on the plane. And let's go and support Juno. So that is my hope. That My hope is that all these events can connect and encourage us to work together and do business across the state and just know who's out there so we can support.
1: Okay, nice. excellent. Well, if you're just joining us, I'm Christina Michelle, and I'm here with Jasmine Smith and Lance Mitchell. And they've been sharing with us about the BIPOC Business Expo that's coming here to Juneau next month. Can you tell us the day? We actually, we haven't even said what day this is going to be. So let's talk about that.
4: I think it's Saturday, it's Saturday, um, February 17th.
1: Okay. Saturday, February 17th. And is there a cost to uh, attend?
4: It is. um, It's $50 for vendors, but it is free to the public.
1: Awesome. We are very much looking forward to this event. Is there anything else that you guys would like to share before we take a quick break? When we come back, we're going to talk about um, a couple other events we have coming up. But I want to make sure that you share everything that you want to about this one. I would say we still
0: are accepting vendors. We definitely want more vendors. Um, The more the merrier. If you're on the fence about whether or not to be a vendor and if you think you're ready or any of that stuff, the answer is yes, yes you are. And um yeah, just come out.
4: Come out. Come okay. out wherever you are. <laughs> come out,
1: come out wherever you are. <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> and on that note, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Hi, everyone. It's why I like KTOO, because I feel like KTOO is so important to me, because it's news, community talk on June afternoon with music, and I am wishing everybody happy and safe 50th anniversary. Please support KTOO and public media. and
2: grass. ka kashuk
0: programming support comes from listeners like you and from the heritage coffee roasting company providing juno with locally roasted coffee for over 40 years with six cafes and drive-through locations throughout juno more at heritagecoffee.com
1: Welcome back to Culture Rich Conversations. I am your host, Christina Michelle, and you've been hearing from Lance Mitchell and Jasmine Smith, and we've been talking about Black History Month and the BIPOC Business Expo that's coming up on February 17th. So, this event is happening at the JAC, Juno Arts and Humanities Council. And it is free to attend for uh, the public, and it is a family-friendly event. And if you would like to be a vendor, you can sign up to do that, and the cost is $50. And you can uh, get your ticket to be a vendor on Eventbrite. Um, I do have one more question about this. Do you have to be a Black or Indigenous person of color to be a vendor at the event
4: no we accept everybody <laughs> <laughs> come out come out wherever you are right <laughs> come out wherever you are whatever color you are
0: <laughs> yeah we, come we, on we out yeah we definitely open anybody being a vendor um we would love 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 to see um entrepreneurs of color and their businesses of course um but yeah everyone's welcome
1: okay so i'm gonna take a couple of minutes to share about uh Three other events that are coming up this month. And then I'm gonna come back because I do wanna ask a closing question about Black History Month in general to uh to you, Jasmine, and to you, Lance, if that's okay.
4: That's okay.
0: <laughs>
1: All right. <laughs> All right, so we've got the BIPOC Business Expo on February 17th, and that is a Saturday. And I believe that's an all day event. Uh, The details can be found at eventbrite.com and it is trending right now as an event happening in Juneau. So hopefully it comes up on the first page. But if it doesn't, then you can just search BIPOC and it will come right up and give you all of those details. Um, the second event that we have is hosted by the Black Awareness Association of Juno, and it is the annual Motown concert. So that's also happening at the Jack. We're going to keep it all in the family, all in the same place, all in the same weekend. So <laughs> that's happening on the 18th, which is a Sunday. So the Motown concert is going to feature special singers who are going to entertain us with the lively music of uh, Motown, of that genre. And maybe maybe a little bit of gospel as well. I don't know what the set looks like, but it's going to be excellent as always. And during that uh, concert, there's also going to be a soul food dinner. So it's well, it's a soul food dinner served during lunchtime. So this event is from two o'clock to five o'clock PM.
4: Uh, can I get
1: some greens? <laughs> like, you know, maybe can I get some greens and some cornbread. <laughs> I think you can Come get cornbread. So um if if i have anything to do with it you don't want me making the greens but i'll put in a word for you lance i think what we do definitely have on the menu is um of course macaroni and cheese and um potato salad we're gonna have the cornbread for sure. I think we're doing fried chicken. I don't know if we can do a catfish or some type of fried fish.
3: Ooh, um, catfish, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've I've been pushing for that for a couple of years. Um but yeah, it's going to be a full soul food dinner. And maybe as we get closer to it, we'll have a lineup of exactly what will be on the menu. But I'll I'll put in a plug for the greens. Um, so that's happening on the 18th. And the cost is $50. And um, we'll also have a dessert auction. So if you would like to bring a dessert to donate to the auction, um, let us know. You can send us an email to B A A at gmail.com. And we'll make sure that you get all the information to contribute to the dessert auction. So uh, for that event, it's going to be a fundraiser for our Black Excellence uh, Scholarship Fund. And then right after the 18th, starting on Monday the 19th, Reverend Bobby will be here and he's uh, coordinating the annual gospel choir. And we didn't have it last year. Uh, So we're very excited that Reverend Bobby is uh, going to be returning. Reverend Bobby, if you haven't had the pleasure of meeting him, he is from Harlem, New York, and he is a minister there who also sings, and he's a choir director. And he gets together about 100 voices of uh, local Juno people, and uh, they rehearse for a whole week. And then it all culminates in this beautiful gospel choir concert. So if you are interested in being part of of that uh, choir you can also send us an email um, otherwise you can look on our Facebook page uh, just search Juno BAA and we'll be sharing all the information on uh, when the gospel choir concert will be so all of the info uh, for these events can be found either on eventbrite.com or on our Facebook and if you need any additional information please remember to email us Uh, So I, uh, in closing, wanted to ask you, Lance and Jasmine, if you can just share, uh, because this is Black History Month, um, just something that is important and impactful uh, to you that we can all do to help push forward uh, the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. Even if it's something little, like where can we start?
4: I think you need to start with love. I mean, it's a lot of hate in the world, but if you can just project that positive and give that to other people instead of giving them the tangents of strife and discord, um, that's the biggest thing that I remember. You know that you know, even though Dr. Martin Luther King was going through um, all the all the things that he was going through he still pressed forward in love and peace and nonviolence and uh, which was different from the malcolm x um, point of view which is like by any means necessary right. you remember the, the picture with him with the gun <laughs> yes <laughs> like martin luther king he, he he was going on the on the teachings of jesus and he was giving love to everybody and i think for any society to move forward that's the way that they can move forward.
1: Thank you, Lance. And uh, Jasmine, did you want to quickly add to that? We've got about a minute left.
0: Yeah, I would just say show up. I think showing up is so important, showing up for one another, showing up for events, whether it benefits you or not, whether you think it's your community, cultural group, interest, whatever the case is, I think we just show up for each other unapologetically. That also supports what he said um, about togetherness.
1: Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you both for being here and having this very meaningful, very amazing conversation today. Jasmine Smith and Lance Mitchell, we're very excited uh, for the events that you're working on. And we can't wait to come out and to meet you on February 17th. I'm Christina Michelle. This has been Culture Rich Conversations, and today's show was produced by Natasha Boozer. Until next week, may your life be blessed and flow with ease.
2: Culture Rich Conversations is underwritten by Mark Stofa and Sarah Hannon, celebrating Juno's diversity of culture, language and heritage.
3: Culture Rich Conversations is made possible by a grant from the Social Justice Fund grant program of the Alaska Community Foundation.
0: You're listening to Culture Rich. Culture Rich.